Welcome to another episode of Life with Dr. Teeks. I'm so excited to be recording this episode because I'm here with one of my good friends, Dr. Robert Mwele, and we are having such an incredible conversation about our journeys in academia. She also has a qualification in terms of attaining a doctorate. She'll tell you more about that. But what is interesting about today's conversation is we put up an Instagram post <laughs> and she's looking at me like I'm crazy. What's happening? <laughs> What's happening is that we're shooting a podcast episode, honey. No. Welcome to the party. Not. Surely we are. And surely let me tell not. you why. I think sometimes we have the most amazing impromptu conversations and we don't always remember what we said in the moment when we want to come back to it later on. I don't even so. know what I just said. No, no. <laughs> And this is her actual personality, but Robin's <laughs> going to introduce herself and she's going to tell us a little bit about herself. And then, Oh no, I, I'm not going to talk about myself. Show me not the whole thing about yourself, just say, <laughs> hi, I'm whoever and like what you study. Go. Hi guys, I am Robin. I don't really like talking much because when I start talking, I really go for it. Which doesn't make a lot of people very happy. But I did a joint PhD in France and at Rhodes in chemistry, focusing on early detection of prostate cancer. Now I am busy with my postdoc in public health, focusing on implementation of point of care diagnostics in community-based healthcare. So point of care diagnostics are self or mainly um, taste testing kits or diagnostic kits that can be used at any place outside of hospitals or um, major healthcare facilities. Mm. So your HIV self-testing kits or point-of-care diagnostic kits, your glucose tests or point-of-care diagnostic kits, mm. um, your COVID tests or point-of-care diagnostic kits. So we're trying to get as many diagnostic tools out there in the less advanced communities to get give people and all people access to medical care that's what i do that is so interesting so tell us what made you want to study that so i wanted to actually be a pediatrician is it? I was in high school and then i visited a hospital once and i just couldn't stand the smell of the hospital mm, valid and i would have never survived seeing children down the table. Mm. Lord forbid, should that have happened, yeah. which is probably. I mean, it happens. I mm-hmm. mean, people die every day, so mm-hmm. you never know when the day will come where you witness someone passing on, let yeah. alone a child. So yeah, I didn't have the heart for that. So I told myself I'd just get into research and be involved in medicine in that way. Now here I am. And how's that working out? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's going. It's just that a lot of the research that you do requires ethical approval. So you've got to go through the processes and the admin and the mm. paperwork mm. before you can actually get in the field yeah. and do the actual research and f- figure it out. Research is like my favorite part of anything because when you're passionate about something, you can really go into detail about talking about it and doing all the different um stuff that you need in order to talk about what you're passionate about like my favorite part of doing my research was the interviews like I loved talking to teachers and finding out what their issues were 
how we could solve their problems, what were the different things at grassroots level that weren't being attended to. That is just my passion and I enjoy that part of what I do so, so much. The admin part, not so much, but... Um, but I think the research is also nice when you're actually doing something that you love and working with. Mm. If you enjoy working with people and your research involves working with people, then you'll enjoy it. Mm. You know, so your your research topic and what you're studying has to align to your passions, otherwise everything will feel like a drag because it's not always fun mm, mm, mm. 100% um, it's not always easy yeah you get rejected at times yeah but if you really are really passionate about what you want to do nothing gets in your way so even if you get one rejection for example mm-hmm. of part of your proposal you just go back and you work on it and you fix it and you try again mm-hmm. but if you really are passionate about what you're studying or what your research topic is everything is going to become a drag. Mm. What advice would you give somebody who wants to come into academia? Be clear on what you want to study. Be clear on what you want your research to be based on. And be clear on what type of environment you want to work in. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with the people that you work with. Because the research is not the difficult part, it's the people. Yeah, true. So you need to understand what type of supervisor you want, what your relationship with them will look like, or mm-hmm. you want to look like. Um, whether you want to work in isolation or with people in collaboration. Um, yeah, you've got to be really clear about your goals and what you plan to do with your research once you're done with it within the academic space. Uh-huh. That's the difficult part. I feel like for a long time, I had no idea.